Mysterious Woods, a podcast by Squatch Dogs. There are many a great mystery on this planet, but none so compelling as those that happen in the cover of darkness. The woods will come alive as we unravel the secret she holds. Here are your hosts, Ann Walls and Big Dog Mendoza. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Mysterious Woods. I'm your host, Ann Walls. I'm Big Dog. And tonight we're going to talk about nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Randomness. Hey, this should be the Big Dog Random Show. Yeah. <laughs> the show well, that talks about nothing. We've had some guests that are, you know, kind of dragging their feet. So I've thought, let's just fill in the time with just me and you because a lot of people have said that they really like when we just talk. They feel like they're sitting there with us. So I, I got go. a question. Yeah. What is like, because you're in the Bigfoot and you're doing all this research and all this stuff. What is your goal? My goal is just for me and it's to prove to myself once again that they exist. Because once I had the, the one encounter, all these things have happened since then, as you've heard on uh, my show. And... I don't know. I think I just feel like I have to see it again. I mean, am I going to keep doing that over and over? I don't know. But I'm not out to prove it to anybody. So it became like an obsession, like an addiction. Uh, hello, that's Squatch Dogs. <laughs> <laughs> logo, it's an addiction. <laughs> yep. It, it, and I'm the same way. I'm not trying to, I'm not going to be the guy that's going to take a hundred pictures of uh, footprints and and you know draw red circles in the in the trees well but. if 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 i find a trackway i'm going to cast it and i'm going to take pictures and i'm going to share it with people but i'm not really out there to harvest a body and prove it yeah me neither then then my mystery is gone and then what fun is that yeah, I got to go look for sea monsters or chupacabras. I don't want to do that. Yeah, me neither. Sounds boring. <laughs> Wait, uh, I can fish, though. Huh. We can. You might catch a huh. sea monster. I might want to look into that a little bit more. Yeah, that'll be cool. So, when are you leaving for... Uh, Midland? Yeah. Next week. I'm leaving Thursday night. Next Thursday. Yeah. I thought you were going to Marfa. It's right around the corner. Are you going to check out the lights? You know I am. What? Are you going to do any experiments? I don't know. What kind of experiments would I like do? Like one person be on one side of the lights and another person be on the other side of the lights. Have Maybe... you ever been to Marfa? No, I haven't. Okay, so it's kind of like this observatory thing. Yeah. And there's like this, like you're looking over like 
a long way of uh it's just like desert and you know like cactus and uh tumbleweeds and all that stuff or as far <laughs> as you can see so for somebody to get on the other side and depending on how far the lights are um yeah. that's gonna require a lot of effort and as far as like walking that far walking. That, ain't gonna be, that ain't gonna be me who's talking about walking i was talking about driving so it's over the desert? Well, you got to drive. Yeah, it's kind of like. Oh. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's pretty cool because the observatory, it has like all this history that's written on yeah. the, you know, like posters, not posters, but like, you know, stuff on the wall, you know, stuff you can read about and how long it's been going on and being reported. And, and mm. it was so cool because the last time I was out there, I was with my cousin Lupe and I, he, he, Back then, he was he would run around. You know, he'd get bored. He couldn't sit still, so he had to walk. All oh, he walked out there in the desert. <laughs> so he's doing that. Doesn't that. surprise me. <laughs> I told yeah, I told him every now and then hit me with your you know light and you know let me know where you're at so I don't lose track of you. Yeah. And uh, and I just sat there. I found me a nice spot and I'd sit there and uh, people would just come sit next to me and either tell me a story about when they were there last time or, you know, some, it was very interesting, you know, it's crazy. Cause I could just sit somewhere and people would just come sit next to me and just open up, you know, tell wow. me their whole life story. Unlike and, uh, Bigfooters. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So I heard all kinds of stories like, you know, where people went and they came over there and they saw something and now they come all the time or, you know, the, to the person that wants to see something and has never seen nothing and, you know. I would like to see it. Me too. I mean, we thought we kind of did. And then, you know, me being me, first thing <laughs> I did was open up my Google Maps to see where all the roadways are. Exactly. And then uh, in the direction where these lights were allegedly coming, there was a road. Ooh. You know, like, could be a car. Interesting. But it's not in the middle. It's not in the middle because some people are saying because I the people that were saying, "Hey, I saw something." I said, "Which direction?" They would point, and I said, "Okay, there's nothing that way." So if you saw it that way, it may have been legit. If you yeah. saw it that way, it's probably the road. Yeah, and, agreed. Uh, so you know, I was getting the people pointing. You know, I wasn't setting them up or anything. I was like, "So where about did you see it?" You know, how far away is Marfa? Uh, should be about seven hours. Dear God, yeah. I guess that's not bad. But hey, I think maybe. Um, I mean, we're both Bigfooters, and I know that you're into UFOs and other things, and and I kind of am. I'm not a whole lot, but that's something that I definitely would like to go do and or go see. And I would like to. Um, I don't know. Go out there during the day and see. See what's up. See if maybe it's uh, explainable. But then again, we might be busting somebody else's bubble, right? Well, when I went there, it was during the day. And I sat in that spot because we were driving around. Me and my cousin, we used to like to just go on road, random road trips and just stop somewhere. And we were talking about the Marvel Lights. And we got there probably about 3 o'clock. And then we didn't leave till about three o'clock. Oh, yeah. So I was there for a minute. I would say. Yeah, they got cool bathrooms though. They have bathrooms. 
Yeah, it's in that observatory. The observatory is like really nice. Like somebody spent some money on that place. And, Are uh, you talking about an observatory specifically for the Marfa lights or an observatory for astronomy? Oh, specifically for the lights. I didn't know what it was really called. I was just kind of. Okay. It's just because I used to volunteer for the Bee Caves Observatory in Austin. So that's what I was asking. Were you down there with that big ginormous telescope? Because I would have been jealous. No, I wasn't. I did have my night vision, though. You know, I had my Squatch equipment with me, my big equipment. Yeah. I had my night vision uh, scope with me. You can see pretty far, especially if the moon's nice. Yeah. You can see details pretty good. And but I never I never saw a light. I was disappointed. Aww. Yeah, I was like all like, oh man, I sat here, you know, all this time, spent all this hours and but mm-hmm. I did get a lot of cool stories and meet a lot of cool people and you know, some people would come and sit out there for five minutes and then leave and then you get a person sit there for two hours and then leave but no i was the dummy that was there forever you're hardcore i guess so you know i well, you know yeah, we just we just didn't really have anything to better to do <laughs> so that's why we did that it kind of reminds me of of the brag road lights you know i've been hearing about these lights since i was a kid my dad lived in rye texas and um, my brother lived with my dad and I would go visit on the weekends and the summers and my aunt owned a cafe. So you can imagine small town cafe, the talk that I've heard. And I would hear people talking about these Bragg road lights and they told me what they were. And I begged my dad to take me there. And he, he would tell me, Oh, you ain't got no business being down there. I'm like, yeah, but I'm with you. So what's the big deal? You know? He would never, ever take me there. Well, I ended up leaving Texas for a really long time. And when I came back to this area and Kenny and I got together, I said, I want to go to Bragg Road. I want to see what all this talk is about because I had heard a ton of stories about these lights, these ghost lights. Mm -hmm. And so we went down there during the day just to kind of get a lay of the land, you know. And... um. We didn't see anything and we would go back time and time and time again and would never see anything. Well, I started looking at the map and the road is eight miles long and it's kind of straight, but the road that comes into it, I think it's 770 or 787. I can't remember which one. It curves so much that if you're on that road and you're looking down towards that curve, you're going to see the headlights of the cars passing by and I often wondered if that's what people are seeing but um it's also an optical illusion on the other end we were out there with with another group and we were walking down the road we parked our cars and we were walking down the road it's pitch dark and here comes this light and man big dog I swear it was it looked like it was about I don't know 100 feet in front of us. I think I probably told this uh, story on your show. I don't know. But. Oh, yeah, I think you did. Yeah, but the closer it got, the higher my voice got. And so it turned out to be car lights. From a distance, it looked like one light. And the Mm -hmm. closer it got, it turned into two. 
But I've heard so many stories from people saying that it sits on their hood and it passed through their car. Someone once told me it chased them through the woods. So I don't know. I don't know what it could be. Who knows? I don't know. But like I said, we I saw lights out in the woods too. So yeah, you did. And they say were that. moving. So you did say that. Possible. Well, I would like to experience it for myself. I mean, I've heard different theories about these lights. I've heard some people say they're demons or, or, you know, bad entities. I've heard people say it's swamp gas. I remember back in the 80s, they were saying that was swamp gas. Um, all kinds of things. So, I don't know. Yeah, I think I saw some footage of, like, an earthquake or something, and then, like, these balls of light would pop out or whatever yeah so i don't know or it could be a natural occurrence yeah or some weird species that we only comes out at night you know the freaks come out at night the freaks come out at night okay (laughs) (laughs) you know that song (laughs) well hello (laughs) i'm an 80s baby not a baby but you know what i mean now did you break dance um no but i had plenty of friends that did I never did. I'm all white. We can't break dance. You can car you can do the Carlton. That's right. <laughs> there you go. Oh my gosh. Heck yeah, I can do the Carlton. <laughs> it's Good not unusual to be loved by <laughs> Not only do we do a show about things that go bump in the night, but we also entertain by singing. Yeah, we do karaoke. I used to do karaoke. So, um, I want to tell you about what happened to me this past weekend. Okay. So, I went to the Falk Monster Festival. Um, It was held in Texarkana this year because uh, the COVID-19 crap. Um, The mayor, Mayor Purvis, he canceled it in Falk and Texarkana picked it up. And so I hadn't really had any plans of going Bigfooting, uh, especially since last year. It seems like every time that a big group of people go out and I'm there, no one ever asks me if I want to go. I don't know why that is. I'm interested. Everybody just takes off. Yeah, they just like wave. Hey, bye. I'm like, okay, bye, ass. All right. We'll make an announcement right now. Do not go Bigfooting without Ann. Yeah, dummies. So anyway, so so even last year, you know, I wanted to go. I was in freaking Falk, Arkansas. Of course I want to go Bigfooting. And so I ended up getting stuck. I'm not going to say bad because I love Steve and Jill Sprinkle. I love them and I love them dearly. But him and Jill and Kenny were so drunk and as you know, I'm not much of a drinker because I'm I'm allergic to alcohol. And so I was just sitting there feeling like a dummy and feeling, you know, awkward. And so all I could think about is I want to go Bigfooting, you know. So this year I'm in a hotel. I've got my dog. I've got my husband. I'm not going Bigfooting. Well, we ended up going out to Smith Park to go see um, Keith uh, Crabtree. And 
weren't there very long. And then here comes uh, William Lunsford and Stephen Hill. And um, I was trying to change a fuse in my car for my inverter. And I put the stick in the hood and the dang thing fell on top of my head. Oh. Um, I didn't get a concussion or anything. That's not what I wanted to talk about. But, but so I'm thinking, well, my time is ruined. I'm just going to sit in the car and mope. And cause I get really freaked out when I get hit in the head. And so I'm sitting there with a bag of ice on top of my head. Um, you know, not really having that much fun. And then I get up to walk around to make sure I'm okay. And then I see William and Steven. And so William said, hey, we're going to go on down to the boat launch. You want to go? And I thought, you know what? Yeah, I want to go. Now, mind you, I was not coming to Bigfoot. So I didn't have any snake boots. I didn't even have long pants. I had on capri pants and flip-flops. So I stayed on the concrete. I wasn't going near those woods. And so we stayed there on the boat ramp. And um, <laughs> so uh, I'm going to tell you, William Lunsford does an owl call that is unbelievable. What? It is he did it when we were all sitting up there by the pavilion. And I said, dang, that owl is close. <laughs> <laughs> and somebody said, no, it that was like William. <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, holy crap, that was so good. And Jeff Stewart does a really good one, too. And so um, then he asked if I wanted to go out to the boat launch. So me and Stephen Hill, we climbed into the the back of the truck, you know, where the tailgate is. Mm -hmm. And so we rode in the back of that truck down to the boat ramp. And uh, Lori was there with us, Lori Cross, and she was there. And oh, cool. so we pull up, or rather we back in, and this car pulls up. And it's this one guy by himself. Uh -oh. And I'm thinking, well, this is odd. <laughs> and so I said, I'm sitting on the back of the truck. I said, identify yourself. He says, I'm Earl Jones, ma'am. I said, thank you, sir. Carry on. And then he started talking to somebody. And I said, Mr. Jones, what are you doing down here? <laughs> like I'm some police officer or something. <laughs> he said, oh, ma'am, I'm just here to do a little fishing. I said, okay, that's good. He said, uh, I'm up from north of Texarkana or somewhere. He fishes out there, and he wanted to come see what it was like down here at Smith Park. So I said, well, sir, I have some news for you. I don't know if it's good or bad, but we are Bigfooters, and we are going to be making some calls and some other things that I don't know if it will make you uncomfortable. He started laughing. I said, oh, okay, we'll make a believer out of you. So we go to the boat ramp. And William does his owl call. And I'm talking about the long one, the I can't do it. Who cooks for you? But it was longer <laughs> than that, you know? And so as soon as he did it, off to our left, there was this long Ooh. 
And I said, wait a minute. Did I just hear that? I don't know. I don't know what it was. I, I didn't see what made the noise. But it's it's not the first time I've heard something like that. Um, but it's kind of the first time that I've talked about it. And we got a lot of that that night. Oh, wow. It was very exciting. Um, I just like to think that it's a Bigfoot. I don't know if it was. And because I wasn't there to Bigfoot, I obviously didn't have a recorder. Um, Steven had one going on his phone and he did send me that audio. So, um, I'd like to put it on the spectrogram and see what we got. But the thing is, is that I'm, I don't know really where I stand on the side of, of bioluminescence, but Uh (laughs) yeah, but, (laughs) um, when we came up and I was walking down to the boat ramp for the first time, I thought that I saw two green eyes on the other side of the bank, but I thought it was because I hit my head. (laughs) Maybe I was seeing stars or something. But then later on, they all were like, look, look, look over there. And I was like, what? And three of them, three people at the same time had seen some eye shine. Now, we were not shining any lights. So no flashlights. No flashlights, nothing. So that's why I'm kind of like, okay, what's going on? What's going on with this bioluminescent stuff? I don't know. I don't know about it. I've never, ever seen eye shine like that or whatever it was. Maybe it was lightning bugs. I don't know because they were out. Yeah. You know, but it was at the same height the whole time. So the funny part is that we kept getting these calls and we kept hearing something moving around too on the bank. This guy that was fishing, he would take his flashlight and just shine it everywhere. <laughs> Y'all made thought, him nervous. Oh, we did. We did. And so we we were there for maybe 45 minutes or so, and we got a lot of calls. And I was, um, I was quite surprised because, you know, you hear stories. People say, oh, I was out and, yeah, I got them all around me. And I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. Now, I don't know if they were Bigfoot, but I do know that we got a lot of calls back. Maybe it was people, considering we were at, at uh, what is that? Is that Mercer Bayou, I guess? Coast I don't really there. know. It's um, it's in uh, Smith Park, Allen Smith Park. And Mercer Bayou is on the other side of the road when you go out of Smith Park, but I don't know if it's connected. I'll have to look into that because I'm not that familiar with that. But it was just a good time. And then when we left, I told that guy, good luck. (laughs) We done called him in for (laughs) you. See ya. So I wonder now if he had heard anything else or. I bet he was jumpy after that. He kind of was. He kept shining his flashlight around like up in the. Like behind him and the trees and over on the other side of the bank. And yeah, we were kind of giggling about it. Wow. He probably was like, uh, man, I hope they didn't bring nothing over here. They're going to steal my fish. 
Well, it would be interesting to know. Yeah. I mean, he laughed at us. Yeah, he laughed, but then when he started hearing all them calls coming in, he's sure like, how are, how are they doing that? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I would sure, I sure wish I could come across that fella again someday. You never but, know. Yeah, you, might, you don't, huh? You might get on the Squatch Dog uh, website. You can give him those stickers. I didn't have any with me. Man, I carry them around. I know I should have, but I didn't. Oh, I met another fellow this weekend. Um, his name is David Joplin. He runs um, Para Oki. And he's out of Oklahoma, obviously. And he said, hey, you know, connect with me and I'll promote Mysterious Woods. So that was nice. Cool. Yeah, Craig let me go up there at the festival. I walked in the door. I was actually leaving. And I walked in the door and he goes, oh, there's Ann Walls. Come on over here. And I was like, oh, God, <laughs> what is he doing? <laughs> he said, come over here and tell people um, what Squatch Dogs does and tell them about Mysterious Woods. So I told him. And then, oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. So he, um, that's when David said, hey, I'm with Para Oki. At first I thought he said Para Hokey. And I thought, mm. well, that's funny. Maybe he does hoaxes, you know, bust hoaxers. <laughs> oh, I was thinking like the big hoagie sandwich. Oh. <laughs> My bad. Of course you were. <laughs> With gummy cool. bears. <laughs> oh, I got a five pound sitting next to me. Yeah, I know. Dear Lord. Oh, my gosh. Well, I wish that I had more to tell about last weekend, but that's... uh. Pretty much it, you know, your your usual suspects were there. Ken Gerhard, Lyle Blackburn. Oh, I know what I want to tell you. I believe October for Halloween. Guess what? Uh, Keith Crabtree is doing a, another Falk Monster camp out. What? Girl! I'm going to have to make plans. because How usually... cool is that? Usually when stuff comes up, it's like, hey, are you going to the yeah thing? And I'm like, what thing? Oh, it's tomorrow. Uh, no. How great would it be? Think about it. If I had a small houseboat, a small one, and it was equipped with, I don't know, AC and heat. Mm-hmm. And then we had the parabolic mic up on the top, and you could be inside listening. No mosquitoes, nothing. We could have 360 night vision. Now, on the top, would it have like a barbecue pit? Because, you know, Kenny well, likes duh. to go down. And yeah, he does. We got to eat some barbecue. I want to tell a real funny story about Kenny. And I know some people have already heard this, but it's funny. So one conference, Lyle Blackburn was talking about how he and I think Tom Shirley and Jerry Heston were out on the boat and wherever they were in the bottom somewhere and they ran out of gas. Oh, no. And they were out there for hours and they didn't have anything to eat. The only thing they had was a cliff bar that Lyle brought. So, for some reason, Kenny remembers this story. So, we're out at Caddo. 
It was after the Jefferson Conference. We went out there that Sunday night to stay the night, and it was me, Kenny, Michelle, and Russell. And our plans were to leave at midnight. We had already found a slough during the day that we wanted to go uh, look at. So I told everybody, midnight, make sure you're ready by midnight. So Kenny's over there packing shit. And I'm like, what is he doing? He's packing all this crap. I'm not even paying attention to him. Finally, (laughs) he gets done. Then we go to Michelle and Russell's little screen shelter. They're asleep. (laughs) I'm like, y'all, it's time to go. Let's go. So we get in the boat. And the rule of the boat was if you work the trolling motor up front, you have to work the parabolic mic. So I was working the trolling motor. So I have the parabolic mic. And, you know, you can hear freaking everything. All of a sudden... All of a sudden, I hear... Let me see if I can get the effect. This is what I hear. Can you hear that? (laughs) Who's eating? I said, who's doing what? Kenny's over there making a freaking sandwich. And eating some chips. (laughs) And I said, where did you get that? He goes, I heard Lyle's story about them having just a cliff bar. I'm going to make sure if we break down, we got full meal deals. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. We got, we got breakfast, lunch, <laughs> and dinner. And brunch. And yeah, I'm yeah. thinking, we're not more than half a mile from the damn boat launch. <laughs> we'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, he, he, yep. he was prepared. He was. He was very uh, prepared. And then he's thinking about the parabolic mic. Ain't nothing worse than somebody hungry and their stomach going. Rrr, rrr, and you're like, <laughs> I think I hear growling. Y'all hear that? <laughs> but you won't go. You don't like the water. Well, you know, I know I'm a flotation. I know I float. I float. I mean, fat floats. I'll just be like. Bloop. So I mean, if, if I get a houseboat, are you going to go on it? Well, I mean, it depends on where the, uh, where the, you know, what's in the water. I mean, how deep the mean? water is. Well, we're just cruising along the banks. Well, yeah, I'll go. Especially if there's barbecue up on the roof. So, wait a minute. You mean to tell me that you would rather brave Bigfoot on the bank than deep water? Well, what is Bigfoot going to do? Is he going to, I don't know. I guess he could throw rocks at us. or Exactly. He could. Steal our fish, steal our barbecue, then I have Hold a up, problem. Bigfoot, yeah, you need to slow your roll. Bigfoot, exactly. with that barbecue still. You need to back up. I wanted Hold to up, say player. back to F. Hold up, player. <laughs> Got my hand out and everything. Hold up. So, no, nah, you give him one, and a whole family shows up. I was all scared at first, but then you had to grab that drumstick. Now we got problems. <laughs> Excuse me, excuse me, Mr. Big Dog. May I please have another, please? No, get out. Uh-huh. Beat Give it. them one, they're going to want more. How can you have any pudding if you don't eat your meat? <laughs> that was a good one. I have an audio that I have not released. I shared it with some people. Um, received no reply from anyone 
except for I sent it to Shelly. And she gave it to Kirk Brandenburg. I think that's his name. I don't know him. And he cleaned it up for me. Um, yeah. And uh, I don't know what it is, but I'll tell you, it was it was one night. We were headed out to Camp Concussion. And it was me and Michelle and Russell. And we were just going to stay out till like 2 or so in the morning and then leave. We weren't staying all night. And so before they got there, I decided to go on and drive down to Camp Turnaround, you know, where we camped that first time. Yeah. And go drop a recorder. Um, I wanted to drop a recorder out there because there's a couple of trail systems over there. And so I dropped a recorder. Now, it takes a good 25 minutes to get down that road. Yeah. From the cutoff, from whether you can go straight or turn right to go to Camp Concussion. It takes a good 25 minutes. And so you think about that was 50 minutes of me just to go drop a dang recorder. And so I don't remember what time it was. I'll have to look. But I got a vocalization and it goes on for six minutes. Hmm. Now, there's varying opinions as to what it is, you know, because everybody's a wildlife biologist. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Everybody. Or a wildlife expert. But I did contact one guy. His name is Peter Summers. Um, I met him in the Bigfoot community. He is a um, an eagle slash hawk slash owl enthusiast and I mean this is his life I don't know his degrees or qualifications I just know he's someone that is really big into these things so obviously he's the first one I turned to just to you know to ease my mind about what it was and I asked him if it was an owl because someone suggested to me that it was an owl so he asked me what time was it and where was it? And I told him he listened to it and he said, no, that is not an owl. Oh, I think you talked about this a while back with me. I have and I've played it for a couple of people and no one seems to have a reaction. So I'm thinking, okay, why does no one care? What is it that makes us go? I don't believe you, or I don't care. What is it? I hear you eating gummy bears. I'm eating gummy bears. Um, <laughs> I think what it is is because people have their—they think they have everything figured out, and it's kind of like what happened to me. Like I thought the sky was blue. You know, we have gravity. You know, everything. I already had everything figured out, and then when I saw that Bigfoot, it all just went. <laughs> yeah. So I think people are afraid of that. But what, but those of us that know, what makes us say that's fake or that's not a Bigfoot? Who made us, the, how, why are we experts? We're not. Uh, we're not, but, uh, and, and it, you know, you're allowed to have your opinion, but then you get the people that are like, 
that's not what it is, and that's that. Yeah, but Next. I'm going to say something, and it's kind of crass. So for those of you that don't like cursing, cover your ears. Opinions are like assholes. Everyone has one. Yeah, you could have used elbows. That would have worked. Uh, it's not as effective. Well, I get. Well, you know what? Not everybody has elbows. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> My bad. Oh Sorry. God. Sorry for our listeners that don't have elbows. Jesus. Oh my Jesus. But so yeah, yeah I'm gonna put that audio in here. What do you think? Do it. Not do the whole it. six minutes, but no, I'll the whole put six. a wow, no one wants to listen to the same old thing. And it's seriously a long woo, and then you hear the coyotes come in. But then you also hear it by itself. And um I don't remember who said I said, I think I think it was Todd Neese, I'm not sure. He said what do you think it is? And I said, a person. He said, I don't think it's a person. And that's all he would say. May have been him. I don't remember. I I reach for people because this is my first vocalization that I've caught that made me go, well, okay, what is that? Yeah. You know, other than, oh, okay, that's a coyote. That's definitely a coyote. Other than the lone um, howl, this was different to me. Yeah. And I'm not one of those people. I'm I'm like the biggest skeptic of them all. Not really. And, There's and so you much gotta be because some people just put out so much garbage, and everybody believes it. It's it's weird because something that I'm really like, man, that might be real. Nobody believes it. But then you'll, I know. Put, you'll put like <laughs> like Bigfoot got the coronavirus and it's old dudes uh Hank Bigfoot. And I'm like, really? Yeah. I think Bigfoot really got coronavirus. Yes. Oh, please please stop talking to me. You're making my head yes. out. Stop. You're so right. People were sending me that left and right. I'm like, please don't send this stuff to me, please. <laughs> See, I don't want to be rude. I mean, I love getting messages from people. I love yeah, talking absolutely. to people. But man, if anything dumb like that comes out, I'll get I'll get it all day long. I mean, yeah, I can't even listen to uh, my my headphones at work because that notification is bing, and then bing. I click on it, bing. and it's that stuff. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I know. And some of the stuff out there is so ridiculous, like the one. Um, the guy who said uh, Bigfoot raped me or something like that. Raped his brain. What? I don't know about rape. No, not that guy. I'm talking about oh. this was. No, no, no. Oh, I, don't, stuff. I don't think I want to get into that. The the Bigfoot bad touch. I don't know if it was bad touch. <laughs> bad touch Bigfoot. No, stop. But it's like this. Every single time something comes out. People just automatically believe it. Just automatically. Well, I mean, <laughs> look at what's going on now with all this coronavirus and all that other stuff. That's true. You get people, you walk around with no mask, you get people that lose their mind. Yes, they do. And I'm like, if you're wearing a mask, you should be okay. So ease up a bit. 
Yeah. I know. I don't want to get into that. You're going to send me off. You're going to send me way off into Mysterious Woods. Yeah, then we're going to have to edit it and everything. Oh, golly. (laughs) Yeah, so um, I'm sitting here right now in my office with my uh, blinds open, hoping for a replay. Um, Oh, yeah. Last week or two weeks ago, whatever it was. Yeah, you had a visitor. Had something. And I'm going to tell you what freaked me out this morning. I went to go put a uh, letter in the mailbox. And there's this one little section in front of those bushes right there that's real soft. And it rained here yesterday. And I was walking and there was a footprint in it. And I went, what? (laughs) I was like, what the hell? And I took a picture of it real quick. And I was trying to find something to cover it up. And then I thought, you know what? Hold on. Because I put my foot next to it. I'm like, well, it's kind of big as mine. And so I called Kenny. I said, hey, were you um, walking in the in right here by the bushes yesterday barefoot? He said, yeah. And I said, in the mud? He said, yeah. I said, oh, well, crap. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, your heart was beating, and it was. (laughs) I know, I know that feeling when you think you found something. You're like, "Hey, look!" And then says Nike or something. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, I was super excited because you know Kenny has a wide foot, and Mm. so I was like, "Oh my God, look how wide this is." I can see toes. He's got, Fred, he's got Fred Flintstone feet. He does. That's what I call him, Fred Flintstone feet. That's funny that you say that. That's exactly Focus. what I call him. <laughs> yabba dabba doo. <laughs> yeah, yabba dabba doo done fooled me and left a, a print. Thought it was something special, but no. Maybe next time. Maybe. I mean, man, I got real excited thinking, oh, my God, where's my casting material? I got to get this some water. It. Yeah, this is it. <laughs> <laughs> and there wouldn't be another one because the rest of the ground is hard. Oh, okay. So, you know, there's that one-legged Bigfoot running around in my yard. I think we tracked him one time. One-legged Bigfoot? Yeah, there was like a one track in the middle of nowhere. No other tracks. Of course. Well, I'm going to tell you, um, I don't think we've ever mentioned this before, but if anyone wants to leave a voice message on any of our episodes, you can just click on the message button and you can leave a voicemail. (laughs) Imagine people might have quite a bit to say about this show. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe, Maybe we'll put it in the show. Maybe we won't. I don't know. It depends on what you say. Yeah, we have us, the control. Tell us about your Bigfoot encounter or tell us about your uh, Chupacabra encounter or whatever. Yeah, exactly. It, it doesn't have to be in the woods. It could be like in the city. In the city. But okay, the, I just heard a little tap on the window. So I might want to stay here for just a minute. I mean, it may have been a bug because it was a little tap. 
but my dogs are outside, so insert scary music here. Exactly. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, 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 Now I need the sound of Halloween. They don't do that sound over here by my house because I'd be like, "Say, player." <laughs> cut that out. I'm trying to sleep over here with all that whispering. With all that whispering. You doing Speak up. That mask. Can't hear you. Yeah, what are you doing with that hockey mask? <laughs> what are you doing that much shit? There ain't no bushes around here. <laughs> you best get on. Oh my god, the big dog's gonna come down. It's gonna rain on you. Get him, Chiquita. Chiquita. Oh, Chiquita. You know our chihuahuas will protect us to the death. Oh, yeah. I, I'm telling you, if I hear some barking, she don't bark at all. But when she does, there's some seriousness going on. Mm-hmm. Well, the only time uh, JoJo barks is when he's being an asshole to Buddy. <laughs> or I tell him he wants to go outside, and I go, go get him. And he goes out. Rah, rah, rah. <laughs> I look at you, big man. <laughs> My little big man. The original Squatch Dog. The OG. That's what Kenny says. O-D. The OG. The OSD. OD. What's OD? Original dog? Yeah. I was the original dog, but I'll give it to him. Well, he's the ODD. Like oh, the- I know what I was going to tell you, or I was going to tell everyone. Check out our website, squatchdogs.com, and navigate to the reports database. I just uploaded Harris County. So that Harris inc- County? Yes, that includes my story, um, Cindy's son's story. She, she used to live uh, two doors down. People across the street who had an encounter. Um, lady down the street who had some fingerprints and a thumbprint on a two by four on her railing and what may be a print underneath the stairs of that deck. I don't know. And, um, a couple other things. Wow. So yeah, there's quite a bit. I think I have eight little Bigfoots on my little map and I want to work in, um, when me and Michelle and Russell and Cindy were out at um, Beaver Creek, we were out there by the spillway. This was the Ooh. first time we ever went out there. And I'm not saying it was Bigfoot, but me and Michelle kind of wandered off a little bit. So we were kind of away from the truck. And uh, Cindy was already in the truck. She's like, I ain't doing this. I'm in the truck. Y'all crazy. And so, yeah. And so Russell's standing by the spillway. <clears throat> Excuse me. He says, I'm going to do a call. And we're like, okay. And then he goes, and it was pretty short. He goes, wow. And all of a sudden you hear, slap. <laughs> and me and Michelle kind of jumped. I think I was live too when, when that happened. And I said, run. (laughs) (laughs) And we started running back to the truck. And Michelle was like, did you do that? And he said, no, that wasn't me. 
And there's a bunch of boulders right there, right? I don't know if you remember all those little boulders right by the spillway. And we were picking them up and throwing them in the water. And we couldn't even get the the depth of the sound that this was. They threw, and water, they threw, they threw them in the water? No, we don't know what it was. But oh. we were throwing boulders in the water to try and recreate the sound. And we couldn't oh, okay. get the volume, the the loudness of the sound and you know someone brought up a good point that it could have been a beaver slapping the water with its tail yeah which, i've heard that in yeah. tennessee yeah so it could have been yeah, that yeah i remember power. my first encounter with beavers it was kind of comical because i never been around beavers before and we were out bigfooting out in Tennessee. And we were at this boat ramp, and I started hearing stuff in the water. I'm like, "What the hell is that?" <laughs> and then I heard slapping, and then and I guess they get mad at you and stuff because they were being I guess. like, they were being like really mean or like real aggressive or whatever. Yeah. And I was thinking, man, I'll just kick one or whatever if it comes huh, over. Good luck. <laughs> They're like, "No, nah, dude. If them things come over here, we, we're gonna have to leave." I was like. Really? Yeah. I, and I was like, dang. Yeah, it was slapping its tail. and it, it freaked me out the first time I heard it. I was like, zoinks! Yeah, I'm going to put it on the website anyway, only because I think that, and it's not because anything, anything that I put up, I'm not saying it's Bigfoot. I just think that it's interesting to, well, I think we should all understand if you're near water, then it's quite possible <laughs> that it's a beaver and not a Bigfoot. Yeah. You know? Or, because it was so dark, it could have been a limb falling, but we didn't hear a crack. Usually you hear a crack of a limb before yeah. it hits anything, and we definitely didn't hear that. But, yeah, just, you know, like when me and Shelly were out for that four days, there was this barrel and and even before the barrel, we were it was our first night and we heard something hit that barrel. And if you're a person who doesn't care about seeking out the truth, your very first thought is going to be a Bigfoot slapped that barrel and wants yep. you to leave. But no, we cannot accept that. We have to find out what hit that barrel so we both decided it was metallic sounding so we got the flares out we walked over there walked to the barrel and then we fleared around and we didn't see shit and then we were thinking you know what i bet that barrel expanded cold? yep uh, that barrel expanded oh, okay. we were thinking maybe that's what happened because it was kind of warm during the day but it was cold at night because in january yeah. and so the next morning i happened to just be looking at that stupid barrel and it expanded and it made the exact same sound yep i know which one you're talking about because i have two gas cans in the back of the yeti and there was one time i was just sitting out and it was cold and it was all quiet, and I was, you know, how your brain starts freaking, yes. your, freaking you out, and then right behind me, I hear boom! I'm like, oh! <laughs> I'm glad I was here by myself. <laughs> they would have heard, heard me. Eek! 
<laughs> yeah, Did I you know. lay a skunk ape? <laughs> Almost. Almost. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. We have to we have to keep our senses and our wits about us, you know, when uh, we're out there because you know, it's best to try and do now there's things that that <laughs> Shelly said to me like Okay, well, how about you walk down the trail and then I'll fleer you while I sit here? And I'm like, hell no. <laughs> how about you? Yeah, I, no. <laughs> You're not making me bait. <laughs> I pulled a hammy. Why don't you go? <laughs> oh, my, my, my ankle. I twisted it. <laughs> I would go, but. <laughs> yeah. Ah, I I yeah. It. Yeah, I don't think I like that too much. Now, if it was me and Shelly walking and like you were flaring, then I would be okay with that. But <laughs> I'm by myself. <laughs> I'm not to that level. You know, I don't know that I ever will be. Um, well, they say that you don't have to run fast. You just get run fast. I have to run everybody else. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's why I'm shooting some knees out. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, oh, wait a minute. I'm going to remember that. Well, not you. No, wait a minute. I was going to say, squat sucks to the end, mister. I, I don't think Kenny would appreciate it. Um, If it helped him to live, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to pardon my editing ignorance, but I do not know how to put in two MP3 files into my MP4 files. So... The first audio that you're going to hear is um, the one that I caught out at Camp Concussion, six minutes long. The vocals are not six minutes long. They're about four at the end. You can hear something messing about with my recorder. But these vocalizations, you'll hear a long woo, and then you'll hear the coyotes come in. Um, I put this on spectrogram, and trying to to analyze if it's an owl or not an owl looks like a boomerang on the spectrogram and this goes in a straight line and then goes down so i'm certainly not well versed in spectrogram and its settings so do not take my word for gospel because i certainly don't know if you think you might know what it is you can leave me a voicemail or a voice message on this episode and maybe I'll include it in the show. Um, the next vocalization that you're going to hear is when we were down at Camp Concussion and it was me and Cindy and Russell and Michelle and you'll hear uh, Russell do a call and then we hear a slap on the water and we asked Russell if he did that and he assured us he did not so it's thought that perhaps it was a beaver I don't know. So judge for yourself. I think it's time to finally put a stop to this ridiculousness. So we hope you enjoyed the show and we will see you next time on Mysterious Woods.
Did you do that? Thanks for listening to Mysterious Woods, a podcast by Squatch Dogs. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Until then, be very afraid of the dark.